Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. My friend, ladies, Magic Match Outlaw Radio on YouTube, on Rumble, on uh, Twitter, aka X, and simply the greatest radio stations in America. Hi, everybody. I'm Matt. Hi. Hi, everybody. Well, that music sounds really loud, but it could just could just be in my. Uh, Pulling it down a lot, but yeah, the greatest Rolling Stone song of all time hit me. Uh. It doesn't relate to the show, but uh, Martin Scorsese loved it so much he put it in every one of his movies. Well, it's just a it's a driving yeah. song, man. You notice how I stopped talking right before Jagger started singing. That's the one thing that I can do in radio. That's my, that's the one thing I've perfected. Stopping talking before they sing. Hey, that's something. Uh, yeah, it's uh, made me a lot of money. money. <laughs> yeah. Something yeah. so ridiculous. And now here I am in my backyard in an 1876 Virginia City, Nevada-style bar in the hills of the San Fernando Valley, spitting distance from Hollywood Cali, where all them miscreants live as we, we attempt to save the world week by week. And, hey, ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. We have a winner. Bigfoot's Big Weekend. Worst movie of all time. Yeah. Yeah, worst movie of all time. Yeah. Martin and I, uh, my brother Martin and I, minding our own business last night, I saw that pop up on Prime, and I said, hold on just a second. I have never seen a movie rated with only one star before. One star rating. I said, well, this has got to be good. Then, of course, we look at the description, and it's all about Bigfoot having a wonderful weekend. Well, yeah. (laughs) And you know, well, we just sort of knew there'd be scantily clad women in this thing. Okay, come to to find out, Bigfoot has a panty fetish. He he steals girls' panties, Uh, and he drinks beer. Yeah, and he drinks a lot of beer. Oh, he also gets high. He should get together with the cocaine bear. Yeah, he also, (laughs) but he also gets high. He also, oh yeah, uh, he smokes a little weed too. (laughs) Yeah, but I'll I'll tell you, man. Yeah, I mean the so. I mean, look, Dave. Somebody took their iPhone and said, "Hey, let's go up in the hills and shoot a yeah, let's shoot a let's, let's just shoot some, get a bunch of friends together, get yeah. some chicks that'll get naked for us." But I mean, but for me, the <laughs> the uh, mind blowing part is that there it is on Prime yeah. as a feature film. Oh, it's great. Oh, I, I bet Mark C.G. Boy just looked it up just now, right? Did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The All girls right. are hot. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, you know that in the subway token. Yeah. And of course they're frolicking about in the in the river, just splashing water on each other for no reason. For no reason. And, for no yeah, reason. You know, topless, just he splashy, like, splashy. Is that is that what females <laughs> are really into? Just simply splashing water. And, and all of a sudden they start kissing each other for no reason. Oh yeah, no, no, just out of nowhere. Yeah, there was some kissing going on. Dave's gonna look that baby up when he gets home. Uh, yeah, yeah, it truly is, my my friend. There it is. Put it on. Put it on. What do, what do they say in the Middle East? Put it on, put it on. Oh. Da, da, da. They got hairy oh. faces. 
even though they kiss each other. So that's it. Bigfoot's big <laughs> weekend. You owe yourself the worst movie of all time. I know you thought that uh, that over this course of years in your long life, you have already witnessed the the worst movie. Uh-uh. Not until you enjoy. This makes Zom Beavers uh, just... Oh, Zom Beavers is epic. That, <laughs> and, and by the yeah. way, that's one of them bad movies, but it turns out to be really good way compared better. to Bigfoot's big weekend. <laughs> Hey, uh, are you uh, are you that are on Facebook, and that would only be in this room, Dave and I, uh, are you getting these uh, posts with these random chicks trying to get us uh, to... Friend them? Uh, yeah, to friend them. They, yeah, every once in a while. Well, I'm, get, I'm getting this more and more. Like, Lena Scott, hi, how are you doing? I'm very aware that you don't know me, and I don't know you, but we do meet and make new friends by the day. And it only takes a second to meet someone new, and uh, and have or and and have a few good conversations to get to know the person. I usually enjoy reading what you post on Facebook, but we are not yet friends. I've tried multiple times to send you a request, but it keeps failing. If you could uh, simply click on my profile and send me a request, I would be overjoyed. But if you find this message humiliating, I really apologize. Stay safe. Humiliating? Yeah. You humiliating? Yeah, I think that's the wrong choice of words. Well, yeah, because sure. this would be someone from a foreign country. Of course, that's a guy or something. And no, no, it's, pro- it's probably room. a chick looking for a free place to stay. You know, someone from Europe. Uh, but, there's a, but there's a lot of scams like that. I mean, someone uh, from Tanzania trying to get out. The ones that come into in my Instagram are high handsome. <laughs> oh yeah. All this stuff like handsome. Yeah. Then you here's what you do on Instagram. If they've only got like two posts. Yeah. It's completely fake. Well, and, and also, yeah, Lena yeah. Scott asked me to look at her profile. Well, there's, I, I've been meaning to tell you this, and uh, I have probably two, 3,000 friend requests that I have not friended. If you have nothing, if your profile is blank, I have no idea where you happen no. to be living or anything about you, it's an instant no. It's an instant no. But when I get these, and I've had at least a dozen over the last three weeks, these sort of things, and and sort of the, the point here is, let's see, we make good friends and uh, blah, blah, a few good uh, conversations to get to know each other. Oh, this part. I, I usually enjoy reading what you post on Facebook. So I'm getting a lot of those. I enjoy what you post. So what I, I follow that up with, what specifically... What, which post two, which two posts do you like specifically? And you get and, crickets. And, and no, oh, completely, because it's a scam a lama ding dong And I'm thinking yeah. about who is that old son of a bitch out there who is looking for a little naughtiness in their life and will fall for a scam like this. The same guy that buys the shark vacuum cleaner? You it's gotta, very you, possible. <laughs> you gotta, you, it's quite possible. You gotta think, uh, that's crazy because I actually have a shark vacuum cleaner. You do? Cleaner. Well, so does Mark C.G. Boyer. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> Say out of 10,000 yeah. people that they hit, they get one bite. And that's that the one same bite as spam emails. Them, yeah. And that one bite sends them yeah, but bank I, I, account. Blah, blah, blah. Why? Why is there such an uptick in these things lately? It's I, I'm finding it really. It's so icky. And then, oh, yeah. uh, of course, every time it's an attractive female, and any of these unknown attractive females who try to face, nah. uh, no, no, I, I ignore them 
But I, I imagine there are tons of men who go for this. Yeah, of course. It's like, I don't, and, hey, I'll get to, the, there's an AI uh, female that is garnering a million views and has a million friends, completely AI and, and hot. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, per, the perfect uh, female. You know, for a heterosexual male, the perfectly made female doesn't look AI at all. And so I'll uh, I'll get to that in a few minutes. Plus, we have, uh, well, it's a hunk, a hunk, a, the king of rock and roll's daughter on this show live, Deborah Presley Brando, will be here. She has a new tome. Not only that, she has written a new book. And uh, and I, I'll tell you, there are some shocking revelations that you won't believe. And I and now, and I don't want to predict, even though I am a soothsayer. But I sort of, I sort of know what you're thinking. Wait a second, Deborah Presley, man. I don't know. There was Lisa Marie Presley, and she was the daughter. But there's no other daughter. This is some kook. This is not a kook. I spent some time. The fact that I spent some time with her at dinner uh, about a month ago uh, certainly does not make her or make her a kook. Maybe it does make her a kook if she spent that much time with me. But uh, she's not. She's not a kook, and she's a cool chick. She plays guitar. Her her daughter looks... Why are you talking off mic to me? That that part I don't understand, Tattoo Dave, my producer. I, I don't get it either. I wasn't uh, talking to you. I was talking to myself. So off. you're taking up where Billy Dilly, our HR man, le- leaves off because Meow. that boy talks to himself 24-7. <laughs> yeah, he does. Says, you know, and, and by the way, he talks to every movie. If he's ever in oh. here on a movie night after the show, late at night. You don't want to be in here. No, you. no, you don't no. want to witness this. It said, don't go in there. That's like my ex. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just a word. Yeah. Talks through the whole thing. Uh, the whole effing thing. Really? Your ex did that? Yeah. She'd rattle my ear off about nonsense that I didn't give an S about. Yeah, it's like, can we can we simply can, can watch I, this yeah, thing? Can I just watch the movie, and then we can talk all you want? Well, uh, well, a good thing she's not, no longer in your life, yeah. Tattoo Dave. I'm officially, officially, yeah. officially single. Yeah, yeah, well, good. then you and I should go hit the streets, man. Well, no, we'll hold on a that. second. I think my brother just came on to you, Dave. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. He'll learn the hard way. Hey, uh, Southwest, did you hear about this? Southwest flight attendant? Uh, yes. Going viral for thinking a normal passenger was Snoop Dogg? Uh, Southwest Airlines, uh, which is truly one of my favorite airlines. I like it. No frills, uh, frills but, uh, you know, they always have a good sense of humor. And I believe they have really good management. Yeah, they're the easiest by yeah. far. Yeah, I think so. they really they go are. Go in, hop on the plane, they take off. Yeah, you're not sitting on the runway for 45 minutes because of a bolt. Right, they seem to have their act together. Any time I take my trips to Northern Nevada, that it's always Southwest. Bada Bing, Burbank Airport. Yep. Bada Boom, I'm there in an hour. I yep. mean, that's the way you do it. Yep. Uh, however, a Southwest Airlines flight attendant's innocent mistake is going viral. Chrissy Lofton was excited to see a tall, slender man with long dreadlocks, a goatee, and sunglasses border flight to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. A video recorded by the man's cousin shows the steward. Oh, they in this article they call her a stewardess. Oh, blasphemy! Wow. Oh, that is it. I I learned. Oh my God! When was I married? Let's see. Uh, my lovely uh, former spousal equivalent, Courtney, a flight attendant for American Airlines, she informed me over 30 years ago that it's no longer stewardess, it's flight attendant. But here in the end, so where is this coming from? The post or something? 
Maybe they're doing that just to, you know, to, to hopefully get those uh, woke folks in an uproar. If you call them a stewardess, woo, woo, doggy. Video recorded by the man's cousin shows the stewardess asking the Snoop Dogg lookalike for a picture. He happily agrees and poses with her. Another passenger also f- fell for the doppelganger and asked to take a photo with the man. Lofton posted the photo on Instagram with a caption, I had Snoop Dogg on my flight into Fort Lauderdale today. He is the sweetest. The picture shows how much the man truly resembles the 52-year-old celebrity. The man's cousin who took the video said they never corrected Lofton because they thought the situation was hilarious. And By the way, I, I wouldn't. I never would have uh, corrected anyone. No, no, no. They're going to get free stuff. Oh, it's just, but it's just, oh, too, yeah. it's just too fun. Situation became so viral that even Snoop Dogg himself shared the woman's post to his 84.6 million Instagram followers. Lofton finally realized the mistake she made after being mocked online by thousands. That is Snoop Cat, one ex-user commented. Uh, Target brand Snoop, another account wrote. Speaking with the New York Post, Lofton still maintains that Snoop's lookalike was sweet. Well, okay. okay. What, because it's not Snoop Dogg? Uh, it's not a sweet person? Make money, money, make money, hey, money, make money. <laughs> no, I, it's streaky. What, what's my mother effing name? <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, what I found uh, sort of odd was that the man in question was not even a black man. I was going to say, so how, stu- how stupid is that flight attendant? Excuse me? Uh, Say that one more time. I know he isn't Snoop Dogg now, but I originally did think he was him, and he was so very sweet with a beautiful smile that lit up his entire face, she said. He may be a lookalike, but he was very much a gentleman, and I'm still glad he was in my flight and left uh, several people with a memorable flight. So... There you go. Would you turn my mic up a little bit? I'm having a tough time. The reason I know here. about this story is I'm on Instagram and I follow Snoop on that. Oh, is that right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is good stuff. <laughs> he, I, he I was, just love it. He was loving it, man. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, and, th- and this guy, I did see the picture of him. He did look spitting image of Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Um, Mark believes what you said, by the way. Oh, of course, I know he did. That's yeah, why he's okay. looking it up. I, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, what? Why, why, what? Do you, why do you think that, that guy, Mark C.G. Boyer, uh, voted Democrat for so many years? <laughs> Yeah, he believes. Well, that explains it. He believes anything. Wow. Anything he reads. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's twenty-four-year-old. Uh, this is now. This is bad news uh, in the Snoop Dogg camp. Uh-oh. Snoop Dogg's twenty-four-year-old daughter says she suffered severe stroke oh. at twenty-four years old. Mm. Uh, Corey Broadus uh, took to social media to announce that she had suffered a severe uh, stroke. So, first of all, a I I hope not. B I hope she. She recovers completely. I mean, I I, I hate to hear that. Yeah. I do like the old Snoopster. There's yeah, something, something yeah. about to do. 86 million followers. I know, I know. How about that? When you said that number, I was like, wow. So I guess Tattoo Dave, I, I'm not the only one that likes that guy. Yeah, I know. And uh, Alec Baldwin back in the crosshairs, huh? I, I I didn't hear that. Remember, if you guys remember way back, I said he's going to get nailed. Huh? Yeah, I you really did. did. I said he's going to get locked up, and guess what, baby? Alec Baldwin indicted on involuntary manslaughter charge in the Rush shooting. New Mexico grand jury indicted actor Alec Baldwin after hearing evidence in a closed hearing over the death of cinematographer Alina Hutchins, who died in 2021. On the Russ film set, after Baldwin's uh, prop gun fired a live bullet, NBC News reported that Baldwin, and you know if it's coming from NBC News, it's got to be true. 
NBC News reported that Baldwin's uh, attorneys, Luke Nikas and Alex Spiro, sounds like a couple nice Irish boys. Yeah. Respond. <laughs> what are you saying, Matt? Greek. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, one, one sounded very Greek like. Yeah, Spiro. Uh, oh, no, no, Nikas. Yeah. Oh, Spiro. Yeah. I have a buddy who's Spiro. He's Greek. So maybe they're both Greeks. That's what I said. Is ba- Baldwin, is uh, he's like Irish or something, isn't he? I don't know. I or think, is I, he? I think he's American. Well, you can be an Irish American. I think not? he's yeah, an idiot. Well, he's an idiot. Yeah, if you really want to break it down. Well, he never pulled the trigger. He said. Well, uh, they responded <laughs> to the indictment by saying, "We look forward to our day in court." Isn't that what every attorney says? Uh, cinematographer Helena Hutchins shot and killed. This, this still this goes down as one of the the most oh. unfortunate, nasty little incidents. You know, a gal just minding her own yeah. business, doing her gig, man, and boom! The next thing you know, dead. I. Yeah, I can't even fathom that. As if I'm a family member, oh my God, do I want the shooter to go down? Just yeah. goes to work one day, like you said. No, you yeah, know, just another just... day, man. And didn't the, the director got shot too? It went through her, right? And yeah, he, that, yeah, yeah. I believe he got grazed or something. Yeah, he happened. got nailed in the shoulder. The onset uh, armorer, and and explain that because you move, you work on a movie sets tattoo, Dave. An armorer. Armorer is. The guy that's hired by the prop department. That guy, only, guy, guy or gal. Guy or gal, sorry. Yeah. Well, no, no only apologies. handles weapons. Only it, handles weapons. Has right. an FFL license there, it's to carry their, and be their responsibility. completely their responsibility. Yeah. He's already had federal background check. He's had all that stuff. Right, right. Yeah. The onset armorer, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, released a statement after the incident, claimed Baldwin pointed the gun at Helena Hutchins before the fatal incident against all rules and common sense. I mean, if you really think about what went down, how we, we we know that Alec Baldwin is a piece of crap. We know that right off the bat. But how much of a what a friggin' idiot this guy must be? Well, no, pointing no, a gun at yeah. anyone. Absolutely, he didn't intentionally do it. But no, he, yeah, he, I mean we don't. think... Yeah, obviously, but he's an idiot for what a it. dumb ass. And then he's, she's not even part. She's not even in the movie. She's behind the scenes. He points it at her. What is the point there? And then pulls the the effing trigger. It was December third, twenty twenty one. Baldwin told ABC News George Stephanopoulos that he cocked the gun that fatally shot the cinematographer, but insisted he did not pull the trigger. You know, these, there, there, there's so much wrong with that. Well, they, these, <laughs> on so many levels, it's these not people lie with the ease that we drink bourbon or a cup of coffee or yeah. smoke a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dave, uh, you, you, you and I being gun owners ourselves, he didn't pull the trigger, Dave? I mean, come on, man. I have no comment. Uh, okay. Yeah, good. Because a revolver, that was a revolver, right? Yes. So it just, yes. uh, it, it went off by itself. And right? you can you can double cock it, whatever. You can cock the hammer all the way back. You can do whatever. It's not going to go off by itself unless no. you pull the trigger. Of course. Not only that, though. The rule number one is there are never live rounds ever nah. around a prop gun. Right. Right. Ever around a movie set. Ever. Yeah. He ever. said, that, but he said they were target practicing earlier in the day or whatever. Something. Then, yeah. Then that's offset, and that should be completely separate. Yeah. And, and those never should. I. I mean. I can't stress enough how this is just on so many levels wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, Everything no. is wrong, and he should fry. He should, man. Yeah. He is ultimately responsible. He's also the producer, Yeah, and he should. He, he is ultimately responsible they're, for everything that happens. They're talking, they're talking about 16 months. I mean, that, <laughs> and by the way, boy, that's a light sentence, and if they sentence him to 16 months, you know he won't serve that time. Yeah, he'll serve, so, yeah. Yeah, he'll serve 10 um, days and get 
Breitbart News pointed out that Baldwin, uh, perhaps the last person you'd expect to see giving safety instructions, was caught on camera <laughs> doing just that a year after he was holding a gun that fired the shot that killed Hutchins. It is, it's so ugly. Yeah. Uh, and it just gets worse. And I, you know, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to throw a pall over your uh, weekend festivities, but uh, I got to get to this because uh, my brother Martin and I were, I watched f- for the first time one of them uh, pa- Pawn Stars episodes. I'm not a big fan. I don't get into that. But it was, I love it. It I was love a, it too. It was a celebrity version where celebrities came in, so I got a kick out of that. I find it highly entertaining. Well, Rick Harrison, who's the dude behind Pawn Stars, yeah. the owner, He's God, like, they've been on for like what, sixteen years, seventeen years. Amazing, it's, it's it is amazing. incredible, and they're still doing new ones now. They're it's yeah, Pawn Stars America or something. They're, yeah, they're, that's what they do now. One of they the, sell the same pawn shop in Vegas too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Gold and silver pawn. I shop. don't really watch it because I know it's you know it's reality TV. It's scripted. It's a bunch of BS. But still a pawn shop. And one of the sons of Pawn Stars, Rick Harrison, has died at thirty nine from an overdose. Uh, Adam Harrison's body was discovered, oh, uh, though it remains unclear exactly when and where he died. Also remains unclear what type of substances were involved in the overdose. Uh, our family is extremely saddened by the oh, death of Adam. So we ask for privacy as we grieve his loss. Harrison's family told the Las Vegas Review Journal. Oh. Uh, Rick Harrison posted a photo of himself and Adam on Instagram, writing, You will always be in my heart. I love you, Adam. Was this was his no. son on the show at no, all? No, not this one. No, uh, Adam. Wait, wait, so which Hoss? Son? There's a guy named Hoss. Big Hoss is what they call him. Big Hoss oh. is his son, and then Chumley's and not Chumley. his. Chumley's not his son, Mark. Right. But wait, wait, get but, it right. But who who is this Chumley guy? Chumley's just a friend of Hoss's. And he, he lost. And with. he was a bit. He's a, he was a biggin, but he lost a lot of weight. Or they something. all lost weight. <laughs> oh, they did. They, they all lost tons of weight, man. They used to be huge. His huge. son's name though is Corey. They call him Hoss, but it's Corey. Corey, yeah, that's his real name. But but Big Hoss, what they call him. But Adam was second yeah. child of Rick Harrison, his former wife Kim, and was the youngest brother of uh, the aforementioned Corey. You know, Chumley had his, his his demons a long time ago with the cocaine and all that stuff. Oh, he, he had a lot he, of demons. He got More busted. Than that, he got busted with weapons too. All kinds of stuff. But he he cleaned up, man. As far as I know. Yeah, Rick. Oh, you know? now what uh, it says? While both Rick and Corey appear on uh, Pawn Stars, Adam Harrison, yeah, was never featured yeah. on the show. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Uh, Adam worked at Gold and Silver Pawn Shop prior oh. to the series. Oh. Well. Uh, which premiered in 2009. Man, is this a success story? I, you know, I, it's the American way. I mean, I love this. Yeah. I they're, do they're like it. Even though I'm not a fan, I, it doesn't matter whether I'm a fan or not. I, I like this guy, and and he has, I, I think he has, well, with the exception of ripping off customers, I think he has a good sense of morality, actually, at least politically he does. Be, actually, he really doesn't rip off customers. Yeah. Customers come in with stuff. Hey, hey man, if, they, if they're willing to go for the deal, you're right. I I mean, know the, it, no, 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 but what I'm going to tell you is they'll yeah. come in asking for a certain amount, yeah. and he has experts in every field. Yeah. You know, be it. Well, be he it, has to negotiate. Well, but he also has people that come in and they, you know, they do the uh, right the samurai knives or the art yeah. or somebody will come whatever. in. Anyway, so a lady will come in with an old book and asking two thousand dollars for it. Turns out it's worth twenty five thousand, right. and he tells and he'll her, give it to him. Oh yeah, well no, he te- because it's on TV and gives her a lot more than she's asking because for. it's on TV. Would that really happen in real yeah, life? Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we go into break? A lot to get Not to, fake, Mark. including uh, Gavin Newsom's the. Uh, Oh, the idiot stick who's running this uh, formerly fabulous state of California. He's running it? 
Uh, (laughs) into the ground. This toy law he put into effect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he was on with uh, Bill Mahar. Tell you all about it in in mere seconds. And the daughter of Elvis Presley on this show. Outlaw. Outlaw. 